It's Thursday, the 25th of March, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the Federal Treasury warns of a rough ride ahead for the labour market as the $93 billion JobKeeper program ends. Plus, the Prime Minister set to reshuffle his cabinet with Attorney General Christian Porter set to lose his job. Premier Investments doubles its profit but won't repay government subsidies. And Westpac considers selling its 160-year-old New Zealand subsidiary. Our lead story today, Federal Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy was before Senate estimates yesterday and warned of tough times ahead for the employment market. He said the unemployment rate needed to be around 4.5% before wage hikes would kick in. Only then would inflation occur. Dr Kennedy said the labour market had significantly outperformed and the economic recovery was ahead of Treasury's expectations. But between 100,000 and 150,000 people will lose their employment once the $93 billion JobKeeper program ends on March 28. Almost 1.1 million will lose the wage subsidy. Some businesses will be forced to close, Dr Kennedy said, with 110,000 small businesses still receiving the payment. Also in Senate estimates, it emerged that the federal government may scale back its $4 billion JobMaker program because the labour market is recovering faster than anticipated. The scheme has only delivered 521 jobs so far. And the tax office was in Senate estimates as well. Representatives said 33 big businesses have promised to repay $180 million in JobKeeper payments and there had been $284 million in overpayments. The comments all point to a relatively strong jobs market, but, and it's a very big but, there's still a risk that everything could fall apart once this JobKeeper program ends. Some people currently working no hours or few hours will stop getting paid and they'll be considered unemployed. The next couple of months will determine just how strongly the local economy has bounced back. In overseas news, it's been a remarkable 48 hours for oil prices. Brent crude and West Texas Intermediate both fell more than 6% yesterday following lockdown announcements in Germany, Italy and France. Then overnight, prices surged more than 5% after a vessel became stuck in the Suez Canal. The container ship ran aground after somehow shifting sideways and there's now gridlock. Around 12% of global trade passes through the 193-kilometre canal, including much of the oil from the Middle East. Concerns about supply chain disruption pushed prices higher. The boss of NATO, the North American Treaty Organisation of 30 European and North American countries, has told China that its member nations will stand together and back Australia to counter Beijing's bullying and bad behaviour. And there was an interesting story out of Business Insider in the US. It looked at the 10 best performing stocks in the S&P 500 over the past year, the anniversary of the low point of most indices during the COVID-19 pandemic. Best performer was Penn National Gaming, which jumped more than 1,000%, and next in line was Caesars Entertainment, up 747%. It mirrors the local experience where PointsBet was the best performer on the S&P ASX 200. Third best in the US was media group ViacomCBS, owner of the 10 network in Australia. And fourth was electric vehicle maker Tesla. That's the news from around the globe and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. 
Prime Minister Scott Morrison is set to finally move on Attorney General Christian Porter and Defence Minister Linda Reynolds in light of the controversy involving rape allegations, lewd behaviour in Parliament House and the PM's responses. According to media reports, Mr Porter is likely to lose the Attorney General role, though May stays the Minister for Industrial Relations. Michaelia Cash could become Attorney General, while Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton would move to Defence to take on Senator Reynolds' role. Stuart Robert could become Minister for Home Affairs. Premier Investments, which includes Smiggle, Peter Alexander, Just Jeans, Portman's Dotty, JJ's and Jackie E, said its half-year profit to the end of January jumped 89%. The result in part was due to government subsidies, including JobKeeper payments, made to the business. Premier received more than $20 million in handouts, triggering calls for the group to pay them back, particularly given the record profits. On Tuesday, it was Victoria which loosened COVID-19 restrictions. Yesterday, it was New South Wales and South Australia. New South Wales will lift most restrictions from this coming Monday, including mask requirements for public transport. South Australia also eased restrictions, though mask wearing remains mandatory for some activities. Westpac is considering selling its New Zealand subsidiary after the division received an admonishment from the Reserve Bank of New Zealand over capital. Westpac New Zealand has been told to hold more cash on its balance sheet and it must commission independent reviews into its liquidity and risk culture. It follows a series of incidents at the bank in recent years. Yesterday, the head office in Sydney indicated the new requirements could trigger a sale of the business 160 years after the New Zealand operation started. And ANZ said it expected house prices to jump 17% across the country this year, which could trigger the banking regulator to introduce restrictions on lending. ANZ, which is an optimistic lender relative to its peers, said property values in Sydney and Perth would grow most by 19%. Hobart prices would rise by 18%, 16% for Melbourne and Brisbane, and 12% for Adelaide. That's your mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.